Live from San Diego, California, we go live to the newsroom with your host for Nick's Nerd. Well, hello, friends, fans, family, all of the above. You excited? I'm excited. We're going to talk about Doctor Strange today. I'm your host, Nick. This is Nick's Nerd News. Welcome to the show. Uh, as always, you know, I don't know, actually. Um, I want you guys to always feel welcome. I want you guys to enjoy the, the things I ramble on about forever and ever and ever. Um, please always drop a like, a share. A dislike, a, a, a downvote, whatever you guys feel is the best, uh, do it. I appreciate it. Um, subscribe if you want. Hey, if you want to listen to me ramble weekly, you have that ability. Um, if not, though, you know, let's let's just get into the fun, right? Uh, a quick reminder, the 101 League every Saturday in Oceanside at Panels Comic Book Coffee Bar. Uh, hopefully we'll be streaming again soon. Uh, if not, pick up a coffee, grab a comic book, sit and watch us play Melee, Super Smash Bros. Melee, from 1 to 4 every Saturday. Uh, with that being said, let's get into what y'all are here for, and that's to listen to me. Ramble on. Sing my song. Um, my failed attempt there at... Uh, imitating, you know, the uh, members of Led Zeppelin, uh, that's gonna, I'm gonna face the wrath of a DMCA takedown, uh, <laughs> anyway, let's get into it, shall we, uh, let's talk about video games, and one of our first stories today, the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, is now also looking into Sony's purchase of Bungie, of all things. I don't know why they wouldn't look at this one. Now, last time I checked, this wasn't really a major deal. Bungie's not very big. Sony already is, of course, quite large. Uh, the gaming industry as a whole, as we've talked about with Microsoft, the gaming industry as a whole, while yes, there might be consolidation, I don't really see this as a monopolization. Um... The FTC, though, has started looking into the deal. Uh, it could delay closing by six months or more if they do. Uh, while a closing date wasn't initially announced, it could delay it further. Um, this, however, though, is the FTC is reportedly focused on concerns that Sony may keep uh, Xbox or PC companies from accessing Bungie's games such as Destiny 2. Now, that's the, quite the opposite of why they're in, investigating Microsoft for the Activision deal. Um, I don't think Sony would do that. I know they said they wouldn't, um, but if there's rumors of that, then Sony is really just doing their own damn thing at this point and not listening to anyone, which isn't always good either, which... Honestly, they always do their own fucking thing, and it doesn't always work in their favor. It does not always work in their favor. 
but I am not necessarily on board with the FTC investigating them either if it turns out to be not true. I don't think it is. Um, I really don't think Sony would do that. It would hurt their bottom line, ultimately. Um, anyway, moving on. We also have a story. Uh, so, last week we talked about how Season 2 of Halo Infinite launched. Uh, it was off to a rocky start. There were a lot of bugs. They took out a lot of things no one asked them to take out. They patched a lot of things no one needed patched. Uh, it pissed off a lot of the Halo Championship community because they were using a lot of things during the tournament that were technically legal that all got patched out. Um, but there were other bigger bugs at, at, at play, uh, such as a major bug that would prevent your gun from firing even if you were holding down the trigger. Uh, and some other things, 343 though has promised to do whatever they can to make sure everything runs as smoothly as possible um, very quickly. They don't want these problems to linger uh, because they are game-breaking, and that's never really a good thing either. Uh, NVIDIA, of all people, were fined uh, just over $5 million dollars yes five million dollars um by the securities and exchange commission for uh inadequate quote inadequate disclosures unquote of sales to crypto miners whatever that means uh, i guess it has to do with how many of their sales went to crypto miners i don't know why the sec would be involved in that um the sec says that beginning in 2018 fiscal year Quote, a significant element of its material revenue growth, unquote, uh, came from crypto miners. Uh, it also says, quote, NVIDIA's disclosure failures deprived investors of critical inf information to evaluate the company's business in a key market. All issuers, including those that pursue opportunities involving emerging technology, must ensure that their disclosures are timely, complete, and accurate, unquote. Um, it has to do with this SEC's Crypto Assets and Cyber Unit. Uh, they're the ones going after it. Um, this is going back uh, several years when their graphics processing units, or GPUs, uh, have been in high demand, uh, mostly for crypto miners, and it's, it's made it very hard to get graphics cards the last few years. Um, they ended up making a new one that is just for crypto mining. Um, I, I guess... Uh, they feel that the SEC feels they were misleading in terms of their demand and what it was really for. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't understand how GPUs would be used for crypto mining. I know I've read it and somewhat seen it, but I, I still, I don't understand why it wouldn't just be a CPU or RAM or something that would be needed. It, it boggles my mind. It bottles the mind. And then because we have an Activision story every week on this show, uh, we have two this week. One good, one bad. Uh, let's start with the good news, though, shall we? Activision, uh, in their continuing efforts to be better, have officially hired a new VP of Culture uh, to help the company become, quote, more diverse, equitable, and inclusive, unquote. Um, they have hired Jessica Martinez as VP head of culture. Um, it also goes to, quote, uh, it will help build a, in, quote, inclusive workplace culture 
where people at every level can learn, grow, and bring their most creative selves to their work, unquote. Uh, this is per a new blog post. Um, her and other members of the team will be in charge of the, changing the company culture. Um, and they said, quote, when you create people, a people-first environment where teams feel safe, valued, and work together toward a shared purpose, everyone thrives, the employees, the players, and the business. Making the values of our connection show up in that what we do is how we bring humanity back to business, unquote. That's from Martinez herself. Uh, she spent 14 years at the Walt Disney Company, where she was a leader in strategy, communications, operations, and in employee experience. Uh, she was chief of staff um, to both the chief security office and chief technology and digital officer for Disney Parks and Resorts before that. Um, she also helped drive the Disney 21st Century Fox acquisition um, and many other things. So it, it looks like they made a, the right hire and hopefully it means good things to come. Uh, meanwhile... Let's talk about the bad story now. Uh, Activision is being accused of using classic union-busting uh, techniques to try and fight the Raven software unionization vote, uh, which will happen next month. Uh, per the Washington Post, uh, they've been sending out emails encouraging employees to vote no. The National Labor Rate Relations Board um, did approve the vote, and... I'm sure won't be happy to hear um, what's going on here. Uh, they're using classic classic tactics like uh, saying that unionization will help hurt game development, impact promotions and benefits. I don't think that's actually true. Um, of course, Raven famously walked out in protest a few months back. So we'll see what happens as uh, the deadline to turn in your ballots is May 20th, and they will count the ballots on May 23rd. Um, so we'll be knowing what happens with Raven Software here in just a few short weeks. Um, uh, Final Fantasy 16. Uh, we've been waiting for a new trailer. Apparently there's one that's done. Uh, but also at the same time, it looks like that Bandai Namco is uh, holding off on that uh wait are they bandai namco or are they capcom i can't think today oh god anyway um wait no they're square enix how am i so wrong it's late today's the what the 11th right um uh naoki yoshida game producer uh said that there is a trailer ready to be dropped um there's going to be a collaboration between Nier, Nier Reincarnation and Final Fantasy XVI. Uh, he said, quote, We have a finished trailer, but due to various circumstances, its release has been a bit delayed. I reckon it'll be coming out very soon, though, unquote. Um, where's just the game? Um, we didn't, of course, it was announced in 2020 during the PS5 showcase. Uh, and we haven't seen anything on it since. Uh, it seems to be a return to like that classic, somewhat medieval style that the old Final Fantasy games were known for, and not so much like the the quasi modern take, like you know seven, eight, um, 
and uh, 15, of course. Uh, we'll see, though, ultimately what, what happens when we get a new, new trailer. Um, CCP Games, the makers of EVE Online, have announced that they will be making, or at least making another attempt at launching a first-person shooter. Uh, they released one about a decade ago at a little fanfare and was not well-received. Uh, they followed up with one that never made it out of development and was never released. Uh, and now they're working on yet another first-person shooter. We'll see if it ever sees the light of day. Also announced this week, the WWE have partnered with a new game developer uh, to create an RPG game that will be separate from its mainline um, brawler games, I guess. You, a fighting game. I don't know how you would describe it, really. Um, but... That is the plan, apparently. Uh, an RPG. I don't know. I don't know how you'd play a WWE RPG. That's that would be interesting. Um, what do we got here? Uh, we got a new new information in regards to Gotham Knights, the upcoming game from WB Montreal. Uh, this is set in a world where the Batman has died, and we're going to be taking on the Court of Owls. Uh, they did announce that both the PS4 and Xbox One version of the game have been cancelled. Um, the game will still release this October, uh, October 25th, for PS5, Series S and X, and PC via both Steam and uh, the Epic Games launcher. Uh, it, we did get a new gameplay trailer that focused on Red Hood and uh, Nightwing, uh, Dick Grayson. Uh, Red Hood's looking a little thick, though. Damn. <laughs> uh, you can build combos. There's, They did say there is transmog. The different uh, additions did show off some of the different outfits that are available with different pre-orders. Uh, there will be some kind of, like, kit system that reminds me a little too much of, like, a mobile game. Um, but it looks crisp. It looks clean. I cannot wait. Uh, to play this come October, uh, it will have co-op. You can switch between Nightwing, Red Hood, Robin, or Batgirl. Uh, I'm just excited that we're getting the Court of Owls in a game and hopefully in a movie soon. But that's neither here nor there. Um, they're going to be in Gotham Knights, and that's all that matters right now. Uh, moving on. PlayStation is pledging at least $300 million into first-party games. What that means, I don't know, because lately games cost that much money to make. So what is that, three games, two games, four games? I I need to know. Um, does it mean ones that are already out? Like, is, is this just for God of War Ragnarok? What does it mean? What does it mean? I don't know what it means, but hopefully it turns into actual games soon um nintendo in their earnings call announced that they sold more games in their than ever before in their history in fiscal year 2021 uh selling almost 235 million games uh switch sales were down because obviously everyone already owns a switch um but 235 million games sold that is an outrageous number 
Uh, meanwhile, Sony announced their financial earnings. Uh, while the PS5 did not meet their 2021 sales goals, they actually were 3.3 million uh, units short, obviously owing to the chip shortage and other supply chain issues. Um, they still have sold at least 19.3 million units and expect to sell at least another 11 million this year. Um, hitting record sales numbers for the console. Uh, Flight Simulator is finally getting its Top Gun Maverick DLC content uh, just in time for the release of the movie in a few weeks. Uh, Intel has delayed the release of its ARC GPUs uh, once again, and they will release in China first when they do come out. Uh, and then a store listing for Mass Effect 5, or the next Mass Effect, uh, allegedly, mistakenly, hinted at the return of Captain uh, Commander Shepard. Now, I've heard rumors before that the next Mass Effect game may see the return of Commander Shepard. Um, I don't know if he really is dead in the series. They never really give a concrete answer on that. Um, you know... It's space and time and, and portals and shit. Who knows? But uh, then it was mysteriously deleted right away, right after. Who knows what the truth is? I know what the truth is. It's they fucked up and don't want people to know. Um, the Nintendo Switch also saw its first major price drop ever, uh, but only for a limited time. Apparently, that price drop has been... Uh, removed already and it, it saw its price drop down to 250 um 250 dollars down from 300 but i guess that's over i guess it was short-lived uh anyway elden ring was able to sell 13.4 million copies in its first month that's a big that's a big sales number for for a souls game um Anyway, our, our top story, our main gaming story, I should say, our biggest gaming story of, of the week, FIFA and EA have announced a split. Uh, next year's soccer game will not be called EA Sports FIFA 23 uh, or 24 next year. Uh, this year's FIFA 23 will be the last. Next year, it will be renamed EA Sports FC. Uh, in a new blog post from EA, they did say, quote, This new independent platform will bring fresh opportunity to innovate, create, and evolve. Uh, unquote. Uh, they went on to say, quote, 19,000 plus players, 700 plus teams, 100 plus stadiums, and 30 leagues. Unquote. Um... They, they plan to expand some things. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, CEO of EA, Andrew Wilson, said that, quote, I would argue, and this may be a little biased, that the FIFA brand has more meaning as a video game than it does as a governing body of soccer, unquote. Uh, that's pretty funny. Uh, the biggest changes, though, will be that... Uh, you won't have the World Cup any longer in the games, or you won't have a World Cup every four years version. Uh, EA CEO Andrew Wilson gave a little more context on an earnings call by saying, quote, 
When we think about the future of football right now, we really made this decision on the basis of being able to deliver experiences that our players wanted. They told us they wanted more modalities of play. They told us they wanted to see more commercial partners in the game that are representative and authentic to the broad global world of football. They're telling us they want us to move beyond just the core experience and really build out this digital football experience. And they're telling us they want us to move really, really fast. The important thing to understand, though, is that as you travel around the world and you meet with players who are really deeply engaged with our game, for a player in the UK, the most important thing to them is the Premier League. For a player in Germany, the most important thing to them is the Bundesliga. In Spain, it's La Liga, and so on, and so forth. And as you go around the world, what we're focused on right now is building very unique experiences for each of those fans in each of those markets. And what you've seen today is many of our partners come out in support of our ability to do this for our fans, unquote. Uh, This is very interesting, very interesting indeed. Um, Of course, it will be called EA Sports FC, uh, football club, and a lot of uh, it will feature clubs, stadiums, access, all the stuff we're we're used to, um, all the licenses, and and we've already heard from Real Madrid, Liverpool, Man City, Tottenham, Atletico Madrid, Borussia Dortmund, Toronto FC, Austin FC. They're all throwing their support in, uh, so nothing major will change other than the name and the lack of World Cup content. Uh, But it is a big fucking deal. That's for damn sure. Uh, EA, though, also went on to announce that they will make other games other than what we're used to. Uh, They went on to say, quote, I can assure you that the only authentic real game that has the FIFA name will be the best one available for gamers and football Fans, the FIFA name is the only global original title. FIFA 23, 24, 25, and 26, and so on. The constant is the FIFA name. It will remain forever and remain the best, unquote, uh, said FIFA president Gianni Infantino. Um, I'm not even going to read the rest of his statement because you're not wrong. You're not right, buddy. Unless you can find a developer that can make a better game than what EA has been putting out with FIFA, you're not going to have the better game. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I can tell you that right fucking now. Uh, that's it for gaming, though. Uh, but yes, that is a major, major bombshell in the world of sports games. Uh, um, moving on to TV here. Uh, we got a, another new trailer for House of the Dragon featuring more of its characters. The Game of Thrones spinoff that premieres August 21st on HBO Max. Uh, got a look at dragons, at the House Targaryen, uh, a tease for House Stark things like this, but it looks like uh, we should expect some of the normal cutthroatness of Game of Thrones that we've all come to expect over the years. Uh, Tim Allen tweeted out the first image uh, from the set of the Santa Claus television show of Santa's office. Looks to be very uh, evocative of the films. It looks like they've been able to nail that down close to a T, which is good. Uh... The Moon Knight director was being interviewed, and he said it would be a waste if there wasn't a season two. I could not agree more. Hopefully they get Oscar Isaac to sign on again. Who knows? Uh, Netflix, in a strange move, is being sued by its current shareholders. Um, and it's over subscriber losses. Doesn't make any sense. 
Uh, the lawsuit, which was filed on May 3rd in San Francisco, alleges that Netflix violated security laws by, quote, materially false and or misleading statements and, quote, failed to disclose material adverse facts about the company's business operations and prospects, unquote. Um, talking about stock losses and things and untrue statements. Look. I, I get it. They made they had big losses, but at the end of the day, anyone who thinks that they were going to keep their pandemic numbers up or keep growing is living in a fantasy world. It happened with Peloton. It happened with Netflix. Now it happened with a lot of other companies. I mean, I get Disney Plus is growing, but they don't have as many subscribers as 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 Netflix does. It it it's asinine to me straight asinine that they thought they could keep these numbers up it doesn't make any fucking sense at all it doesn't make any sense at all that they thought they could keep the pandemic numbers up it it really doesn't i i i cannot fathom how they thought that would last it it makes absolutely Zero sense. Zero. Everyone went back to work. No one was home anymore. Squid Game's over. Like, come on. And their numbers are going to spike again in a couple weeks when Stranger Things comes back. <laughs> Stupid. Anyway, Quantum Leap is coming back officially. Uh, NBC started with a pilot order, and uh, they have given it a full series green light, at least for one season. Uh, this will be a continuation of the original Quantum Leap. Uh, no word on if Scott Bakula will return, uh, but Raymond Lee will be the star of the Quantum Leap revival. Uh, we also have our new Doctor Who, uh, the sex education scar, star Nkuti Gatwa. I probably fucked that up. I don't think I said that right at all. Uh, he will be your new Doctor Who starting in 2023, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, the internet will lose its collective mind because, oh, God forbid a black man plays Doctor Who. There's no rules on what color Doctor Who has to be, considering he changes his fucking appearance every few years. He's a literal alien time lord, people. Chill the fuck out. Uh, David Fincher will be directing his first animated feature uh, in the form of a short that will be in season three of Love, Death, and Robots on Netflix. Uh, the Ahsoka series has begun filming, uh, begun production. Uh, this will be the next Star Wars show, live action show after Andor, it seems. Uh, that's exciting, that's for sure. Uh, Jack Ryan will purportedly end with season four. As John Krasinski only signed on for four seasons, potential for spinoff is there. I wonder what he's going to be doing after. We'll be talking about... <clears throat> Sorry, what? Anyway, uh, Westworld got a surprise season four trailer. Uh, the show drops June 26th. I'm more confused than I ever have been. And I've watched every episode of Westworld. I don't understand the show at all. It they've They've lost the plot. They have completely lost the plot, if you ask me. All over the damn place. 
Uh, and then I just want to talk about Star Trek Picard and Halo real quick. Uh, Star Trek Picard Season 2 has been a bit of a interesting roller coaster, if you will. Good episodes, bad episodes. Uh, strange, um, strange opportunities not taken. Um, other things that just seem odd and out of place. Uh, but... While the season two finale was definitely a a very fast paced episode of television, very it, it almost as if it was the the first half hour of the Rise of Skywalker, but in a television show, at the rate of speed they were getting the plot to move along, um, I I I can't help but also have some some great feelings about it as as essentially we saw the end of John Delancey's Q. Uh, doesn't mean that Q is gone forever. Potentially. Um, the Q continu- continuum, not necessarily. I mean, John Delancey didn't play the only Q, uh, but he was our Q. And he did care and love Jean-Luc, mon capitaine. Um... But essentially, he used his last bit of power to return most of them to the future. Uh, Of course, setting up uh, the potential for Season 3, which we already know is coming. Um, It's just sad that that Q is gone. Q is one of my favorite Star Trek characters. Um, But we did get to see Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Uh, and we probably now know why he isn't going to be in season three. Apparently he's a traveler full time now uh, and messing around with the timeline. And uh, it looks like the travelers are the ones that put out the supervisors. Uh, of course, we had a supervisor in this season, which is a callback to the original series uh, when they met a supervisor on Earth in the form of Gary Seven. Um a lot of loose ends tied up, but a lot of other loose ends that weren't tied up. Uh, and also the potential for more cameos and crossovers was not there. Or was there, but was not used, which is unfortunate. Uh, overall, it was okay. Uh, a little better than Season 1, if you ask me. There were things in Season 1 that I did not care for at all. And what they did, and it was kind of lazy in some places, especially when it came to like the ships. Um, and then, of course, this season, they showed off uh, a whole fleet of ships. So that was good to see. And uh, I'm excited to see the return of the original Next Generation cast in Season 3. When it presumably drops in the next year or so. And now, let's talk about Halo. I, 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 I just... These last two episodes have been dog shit. Um, they, they really have, um, I just, uh, the, the, the fact that they wasted a whole episode on Quan Ha was fucking awful. I, and uh, the fact that they're trying to, um, like, I don't, I don't know. I, the, the fact that they're trying to, like, ham-fist her into, like, the Halo plot now, and then, like, a monitor and other shit, 
I I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. I, I I'm so frustrated with what they're doing. And they had the chance to be great. They really did. Did they take it? No. I'm really happy that we're getting new showrunners for season two. Because the showrunners for season one are absolute dog shit. Um, I, 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 I don't, I don't get it at all. I really don't. And I'm just, I hope they ditched Quan Ha completely in season two. But it just was another terrible fucking episode. And it better finish strong. That's, that's all I want. It better finish fucking strong. Uh, that's it for TV shows. Let's move on to movies here. Uh, Taika Waititi says that Christian Bale is the best MCU villain. Yes, he thinks Christian Bale playing Gore the God Butcher will be M- the MCU's best villain. We have a, a, a couple months to see if that's ultimately true or not. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is vo- wrapped filming per James Gunn. Uh, also teasing a special cameo. Uh, the Avatar Way of the Water trailer was released alongside Doctor Strange uh, and was ultimately released online on Monday. It's a whole lot of just, uh, we waited this long for this. Uh, it does tease the return of Admiral or Corporal or Captain or whatever Quaritch. I don't remember what rank he was. Um, the Stephen Lang character, the, the, the villain of the first film, if you will. Uh, it teases Jake's family and then this new water tribe and like the whales of Pandora and things like that. I guess it's been 10 years and the humans are also back, which interesting. Um, it had its more first day views of this new trailer than some of the more recent Star Wars trailers, which previously held the records. Uh, so that's interesting for sure. Um... What else? What else? What else? Uh, Peter Dinklage's Toxic Avenger movie will be rated R for gore and violence and nudity. And let's talk about Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, If you guys have not seen the film, we will be discussing spoilers, so this is technically your time to click away. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. Uh, I will catch you guys next week. If you don't stick around, as always, don't forget to check out nixnerdnews.com or follow us on your preferred social media channels. Um, Without further ado, though, let's talk about Doctor Strange. There will be spoilers. I won't get into those right away. Um, But I loved the movie. Solid 8 out of 10. Solid 8 out of 10. Totally a typical Sam Raimi movie. Um, but again, this is your final chance to click away. Spoilers begin now. How about those Illuminati folks? Anyway, um, the movie was great. Uh, it starts off with Christine's wedding. Uh, it shows that she has moved on from Stephen Steven still has some feelings for her, though, obviously. Uh, it introduced, and it, and it doesn't waste any time, right? Um, it brings America and Shuma Gorath in right away. 
Uh, technically, they, they were kind of there before um, we see America with what people are calling Defender Strange uh, and him getting killed. Um, but it, it wastes no time jumping into the whole multiverse idea. Uh, Wong is there. Wong is always great. And the idea behind that happens right away. Uh, there's a lot of cool Sam Raimi shots. This is a Sam Raimi movie through and through. Um, there's been debate online on whether it should be rated R or not. I, I don't think it should be rated R, but it definitely pushes the limits of PG-13, and I'm very okay with that. It, it's, a, it's a very different Marvel movie than what, I'm used, than what we're used to in general. Uh, it's, it's very graphic and detailed uh, in, in what, it, it, what it can get away with for PG-13 as well. Um, again, it wastes very little time hopping into the multiverse with America Chavez, uh, with her and Doctor Strange and, and, uh, other characters. Wanda is set up as the villain very early on, uh, and she clearly is the one hunting America for her powers, as she's been very heavily traumatized after the events of WandaVision. She is, she is on the hunt in the multiverse for her children. Um, and there are different Wandas, all with, with their kids. Uh, we learn about a new power called Dreamwalking, which shows that your dreams are essentially windows into other universes. Uh, at least in the MCU. Um, but again, Strange and America get onto the multiverse hopping right away after fleeing um, Wanda. And they land in Universe 838. And this is the universe that we've been seeing the most of with the Illuminati. Uh, obviously, the trailers hinted at Professor Xavier, who happens to be a analog to the animated version. As pa It is Patrick Stewart, uh, but he is wearing the green suit and has the yellow hover chair. And the X-Men theme, cartoon theme song plays uh, when he rolls in. Uh, here are the biggest spoilers, though, for this Illuminati. Uh, another character hinted at was Captain Carter, and it is the return of Haley Atwell. Uh, obviously, though, this is a different Captain Carter from the one in the What If television show. We get a Captain Marvel, though this is the Monica Rambeau Captain Marvel. Uh, this, she is played by, um, oh, what's the actress's name? Uh, give me one second here. Uh, and then one of the biggest surprises was... Um, oh, it's not Monica Rambeau. She is... Uh, crap. Um, Monica Rambeau is the daughter. Uh, her mother is... Ooh, 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 Maria Rambeau, who is played by... Um, Lashana Lynch, who is also in uh, James Bond, the most recent James Bond. Lashana Lynch's Maria Rambo version of Captain Marvel. Um, here's one that I was not expecting at all. Anson Mount reprising his role from the Inhumans TV show as a version of Black Bolt. Black Agar Boltagar. <laughs> That was funny when Doctor Strange heard that name. Uh, was not expecting him at all. At all. Um, 
Obviously, he's a member of the Illuminati in the comics. It was fun to see that. Anson Mount's having a big weekend there with Strange New Worlds. I know I didn't talk about that too much, but um, yes, Anson Mount is playing Black Bolt and has one of the most graphic, I'm just going to say it, most of the Illuminati die. Uh, most graphic deaths in that film is with Black Bolt. Uh, if you don't know, Black Bolt has essentially like the voice of God, where if you hear his voice, you die. You literally turn into atoms. Um, and then, uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, we did not get the Tom Cruise, Tony Stark variant, which was heavily rumored but never actually happened. Michael Waldron, the writer, said he, he read it online and actually went to Kevin Feige to see if they could get it happen, but it didn't get past that, and obviously he was filming Mission Impossible at the time, so it would have been very hard to get him. But... Uh, we do have a version of, of Baron Mordo on the Illuminati. And in the biggest surprise, other than Black Bolt, we do have Mr. Fantastic. Now here are spoilers, I've warned you multiple times. John Krasinski is playing Mr. Fantastic. In one of the ultimate fan castings that's ever come to fruition. Does this mean he will play Mr. Fantastic in the upcoming Fantastic Four movie? Yes or no. It's it's either way. Uh, as Loki showed us, variants can either look like you, the main universe, which is 616, or they could look different. Now, I think it's interesting that they did this, and I hope he is actually the one who ends up playing Reed Richards in the, the film. Uh, and now that it has a director's vacancy, I think he should probably step in. Uh, and the fact that he's not doing more Jack Reacher makes me think that maybe he was cast as the Reed Richards for the Fantastic Four film. Um, obviously, we need something to to create the lineage that is is Kang, the Conqueror, who is Nathaniel Richards, the descendant of Reed and Reed Richards and Sue Storm. Um, but unfortunately, all those members of the Illuminati die very violent deaths with our Wanda taking over a more peaceful Wanda and killing them all. Um, Zombie Strange, it turns out, is not evil. It's just our Doctor Strange inhabiting the body of a dead Doctor Strange, which is all very Sam Raimi. Uh, and, and the ending... Uh, it, it comes to a point, right? Wanda wants her kids. America Chavez has the power she needs. Doctor Strange is the only one that can stop her. Um, we meet a evil Doctor Strange who is in a world that collided. We, it turns out the Illuminati and their Doctor Strange are the ones that killed Thanos. They actually stopped Thanos on Titan before he could get the rest of the, the Infinity Stones in their universe. But... Um, Wanda essentially, like I said, she is the main villain. She is on, on a war path as the Darkhold foretold. Uh, however, America shows her what she's doing and it scares the hell out of her because her kids are afraid of her. And that's the last thing she ever wanted to do. Do I think Wanda's dead? No. Does Dr. Strange kill her? No. Um, 
do I want to see more of Universe 838? Yes. <laughs> um, I wonder now if the Illuminati will be formed on Earth 616 now that Doctor Strange saw another version of it. Um, did we get Namor? No, unfortunately. Uh, but what we do get in a post credit scene is a new character is also introduced, Clea. Uh, Clea in the comics, from my understanding, that what I've seen is uh, she ultimately becomes Doctor Strange's one true love. She is able to universe hop as well, uh, and or dimension hop, and has the power to, to... She's actually from the Dark Dimension, and she's Dormammu's niece. Uh, and she's played by Charlize Theron, so, uh, who officially announced today that she's joining the MCU. Uh, Charlize Theron will be playing Clea in whatever a potential Doctor Strange 3 is in the future, uh, or some other Marvel event. Um, but yeah, I, I loved the movie. I thought it was really good. Uh, again, I thought it was very dark. It was very Sam Raimi. It had a lot of horror elements and graphic elements. Um, the zombie Strange is, is classic Sam Raimi and pulled, was pulled off beautifully. Wong was on point the whole film. Um, we got glimpses into other universes as well as Doctor Strange in America take a tumble through them. I'm very excited to see where this goes and how it branches off uh, to other films. Uh, I don't know if it will play into Thor Love and Thunder, um, but I'm sure it will have some connection with uh, Ant-Man 3, Quantumania. That I do not deny. Um... I think it will play heavily into Loki Season 2. Uh, I think it will play into Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, if you ask me. Um, I won't be surprised. But, like I said, 8 out of 10. Solid 8 out of 10. Go see Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness if you haven't. It is well worth a watch. Um, but with that, that's that's our final bit of, of, of movie news today on Nixner News. There are two other stories I wanted to talk about before we really go. Uh, R.I.P. Apple has officially killed the iPod forever. Um, it is discontinuing the iPod Touch, the last iPod model that was being sold. Um, more than 20 years on the market as an iPod brand. Um, it's They're on the 7th generation iPod Touch, if that Gives you any idea. Um, the 32 gig will be $184. The 256 gig is $400. And there's a $128 for $289. Um, it's still available. Uh, it will be available at, while supplies last. Um, it, it, it Apple essentially killed it because it sees it as redundant between the iPhone, iPad, HomePod, Mini. You can get Apple Music on non-Apple smartphones now, um, but I've had many iPod, iPods over the years, and um, poor one out. And other sad news, we've lost another major comic artist, uh, George Perez, the legendary DC comic artist, did pass away at the age of 67. Um, he has had a extreme case of pancreatic cancer, so his time was limited. Um, and I mean, everyone knew him, uh, in his work on Teen Titans and Wonder Woman and 
Crisis on Infinite Earths is his most seminal work. Um, and there was a lot of people sharing their condolences between both Marvel and DC. And uh, it, it sucks that he's gone. Um, I don't think he had been working as of, as of late. Um, but that's two major comic artists in, in the last month. So uh, my thoughts and prayers are with his family. And um, hopefully a lot of people can continue to see his work into the future. Uh, but that is it for Nick's Nerd News this week. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, as always, check out nicksnerdnews.com where you can listen to the show right in your browser. Or if you prefer, you can find links to all of our streaming platforms. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music. They're all there. So that way you guys can like and subscribe or listen on the go. Uh, also, while you're there, check out the social tab where you can find links to all our social media pages. Uh, or just search Nixner News on your social media platform of choice. Again, thank you guys for listening, and uh, I'll catch you guys on the flip side.